Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Uh, just some quick, uh, a quick divrei halacha before we begin our vit. We have a few minutes. <clears throat> Continuing with the laws of Hanukkah. Ha-Hanukiyah ve-Hashamash. Ra'u'i le'ader u'lazik et ha-nerot ba-Hanukiyah. Na'a. A person should try his best to light with a Hanukiah that is, uh, that is nice, that's beautiful. Kol adam efi echolto. Every man according to his ability. So you want your, you can afford a beautiful tall silver one. Hazaku baruch. You can afford a nice glass one. Good for you. Some of the custom to buy out of silver and gold. Someone doesn't have a Hanukkah. He can basically take wax candles and stick them on a flat surface. Okay? And, uh, and light them. He can take little glass cups, fill them with, uh, with oil. And light those with a wick and oil. But to take a very uh, rotten keli or something that is not nice, that is that smells uh, earthenware, that, uh, that, that 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 is not nice, a person shouldn't use. A person should make sure that there's space between the candles. So that every a, a candle is seen on its own and can publicize the miracle properly. Because if you put another worry that we have is if you put the candles too close together, then it's going to give the impression that it's like a medura. Medura is like a, a torch. It's what we use more for Abdallah, right? You have to have two wicks, okay? And then that, that, that you don't fulfill your obligation. And in, in addition, if you have wax candles, you have another problem. That uh, if they're too close, they will uh, melt faster, and you will uh, you will not have your your thirty your thirty minute minimum. Uh, even if they're not on the same plane or on the same height, as long as they're separate, and the person standing from afar can count how many candles there are, fulfill the mitzvah. Even if you put them in a round, uh, direction, as long as they stand on its own, kiem bahem et ha-mitzvah. Aval lechatchila, that's all bediyabad. Lechatchila yesh la'amit ha-nerot b'shura shaveh, you should put it in a straight line, k'deh shekol ha-roim yuchul l'irot et nerot b'yachad, so everybody can see the candles at one, u'lavchin b'misparam ha-mechuvan k'neged ha-nes. K'deh shelo yavo adam l'idei isur sheshimus l'or ha-nerot, in order that a person should not come to the prohibition of making use of the lights, we have the custom to light an additional candle called the shamash. If a person uh, needs 
in that place, wherever he is, the light. He should light the shamash. And in a, in, a, in a room where they have electricity, now we have electricity today, what need do we have for a shamash? Now I'm going to use a candle for its light. But still, we have the custom to light a shamash. Just to differentiate and distinguish between the candles that we are prohibited to have use of and the candle that we are. In order that we don't make a mistake with the, count, with the amount of candles or the number of candles, we put the, uh, the, the, uh, the shamash at a different height or at a different uh, distance away from the candles so that it is visibly recognizable to all those who are looking, which ones are the candles and which ones are the shamas. The main custom, it seems to be that the big custom is to put it at a higher plane, so if you really need the light, so you can put the book next to the shamas on a higher plane versus that on the same plane. And that's what seems to be the main uh, the main custom. We'll stop here, Bezat Hashem, and we'll continue next time.